we're back on Dinosaurs Before Dark, and we're about to jump into Chapter 5. A quick recap of what we've covered so far. Annie and Jack went to prehistoric times, and there was a pteranodon. Ter there was a pteranodon um, that Annie named Henry. Um, and I think Henry notified them that there was a huge dinosaur on the top of a hill. And that's where we ended. Chapter five, gold in the grass. Go, go, said Jack. He threw his notebook into his pack. He pushed Annie toward the rope ladder. Bye, Henry, she said. Go, said Jack. He gave Annie a push. Put it, she said. But she started up the ladder. Jack scrambled after her. They tumbled into the treehouse. They were panting as they looked out the window at the dinosaur. He was standing on the hilltop, eating flowers off a tree. Oh man, whispered Jack. We are in a long time ago. The dinosaur looked like a huge rhinoceros. He, only he had three horns instead of one. One long one above his eyes and one, oh, I'm sorry, two long ones above his eyes and one on his nose. He had a big shield-like thing behind his head. Triceratops, said Jack. Does he eat people, whispered Annie. I'll look it up. Jack grabbed the dinosaur book and he flipped through the pages. There, he said. He pointed to a picture of a triceratops and he read the caption. The Triceratops lived in the late Cretaceous period. This plant-eating dinosaur weighed over 12,000 pounds. Jack slammed the book shut. Just plants, no meat. Let's go see him, said Annie. Are you nuts, said Jack. Don't you want to take notes about him, asked Annie. We're probably the first people in the whole world to ever see a live Triceratops. Jack sighed. She was right. Let's go, he said. He shoved the dinosaur book into his pack. He slung it over his shoulder and started down the ladder. On the way down, Jack stopped. He called up to Annie. Just promise you won't pet it. I promise. Promise you won't kiss it. I promise. Promise you won't talk to it. I promise. Promise you won't go, go, she said. Jack went. Annie followed. When they stepped off the ladder, the Tyrannodon gave them a kind look. Annie blew a kiss at it. Be back soon, Henry, she said cheerful, cheerfully. Shush, said Jack and he led the way through the ferns, slowly and carefully. When he reached the bottom of the hill, he kneeled behind a uh, fat bush. Annie knelt beside him and started to speak. Shh! Jack pushed, put his finger to his lips. Annie made a face. Jack peeked out at the triceratops. The dinosaur was incredibly big, bigger than a truck, and it was eating flowers off a magnolia tree. Jack slipped his notebook out of his pack. He wrote, eats flowers. Annie nudged him. Jack ignored her. He studied the Triceratops again. He wrote, eats slowly. Annie nudged him hard. Jack looked at her. Annie pointed to herself. She walked her fingers through the air and she pointed to the dinosaur. She smiled. Was she teasing? She waved at Jack. Jack started to grab her. She laughed and jumped away and fell into the grass in full view of the Triceratops. Get back, whispered Jack. Too late. The big dinosaur had spotted Annie. It gazed at her from the hilltop. Half of a magnolia flower was sticking out of its mouth. Oops, said Annie. Get back, Jack shouted at her. He looks nice, Jack. Nice? Watch out for the horns, Annie. No, it's nice, Jack. Nice? But the triceratops just gazed calmly down at Annie. Then it turned and lopped away, down the side of the hill. Bye, said Annie. She turned back to Jack. See? Jack grunted, but he wrote down in his notebook, nice. Come on, let's go look around some more, said Annie. 
As Jack started after Annie, he saw something glittering in the tall grass. He reached out and picked it up. It was a medallion, a gold medallion. A letter was engraved on the medallion, a fancy M. Oh man, someone came here before us, Jack said softly. Chapter six, Dinosaur Valley. Annie, look at this, Jack called. Look what I found. Annie had gone up the hilltop. She was busy picking a flower from the magnolia tree. Annie, look, a medallion. But Annie wasn't paying attention to Jack. She was staring at something on the other side of the hill. Oh, wow, she said. Annie, clutching her magnolia flower, she took off down the hill. Annie, come back, Jack shouted. But Annie had disappeared. I'm going to kill her, Jack muttered. He stuffed the gold medallion into his jeans pocket. Then he heard Annie shriek. Annie? Jack heard another sound as well, like a bellowing deep sound, like a tuba. Jack, come here, Annie called. Annie! Jack grabbed his backpack and raced up the hill. When he got to the top, he gasped. The valley below was filled with nests, big nests made out of mud, and the nests were filled with tiny dinosaurs. Annie was crouching next to one of the nests, and standing over her was a giant duck-billed dinosaur. Don't panic, don't move, said Jack. He stepped slowly down the hill toward Annie. The huge dinosaur was towering above Annie, waving her arms, making her tuba sound. Jack stopped. He didn't want to get too close. He knelt on the ground. Okay, move toward me slowly, he said. Annie started to stand up. Don't stand, crawl, said Jack. Clutching her flower, Annie crawled toward Jack. The duck-billed dinosaur followed her, still bellowing. Annie froze. Keep going, Jack said softly. Annie started crawling again. Jack inched farther down the hill until he was just an arm's distance from Annie. He reached out and grabbed her hand. He pulled Annie toward him. Stay down, he said. He crouched next to her. Bow your head, pretend to chew. Chew? Yeah, that's what I read... That's what you do if a mean dog comes after you. She's no dog, Jack, said Annie. Just chew, said Jack. Jack and Annie both bowed their heads and pretended to chew. Soon, the dinosaur grew quiet. Jack raised his head. I don't think she's mad anymore, he said. Thanks, Jack, for saving me, said Annie. You have to use your brain, said Jack. You can't just go running to a nest of babies. There's always a mother nearby. Annie stood up. Annie! Too late. Annie held out her magnolia flower to the dinosaur. I'm sorry I made you worry about your babies, she said. The dinosaur moved closer to Annie. She grabbed the flower from her. She reached for another. No more, said Annie. The dinosaur let out a sad tuba sound. But there are more flowers up there, said Annie. She pointed to the top of the hill. I'll get you some. Annie hurried up the hill, and the dinosaur waddled after her. Jack quickly examined the babies. Some were crawling out of their nests. Where were the other mothers? Jack took out the dinosaur book and flipped through the pages. He found a picture of some duck-filled dinosaurs and read the caption. The Anatosauruses lived in colonies. While a few mothers babysat in nests, others hunted for food. So there must be more mothers close by. Hey, Jack, Annie called. Jack looked up. Annie was at the top of the hill, feeding magnolia flowers to the giant <laughs> Anatosaurus. She's nice too, Jack, Annie said. But suddenly, the Anatosaurus made her terrible tuba sound. Annie crouched down and started to chew. The dinosaur barged down the hill. She seemed afraid of something. Jack put the book down on top of his pack, and he hurried to Annie. I wonder why she ran away, said Annie. We were just starting to be friends. Jack looked around. What he saw in the distance almost made him throw up. 
an enormous ugly monster was coming down the plane. It was walking on two big legs and swinging a long thick tail and dangling two tiny arms. It had a huge head and its jaws were wide open. Even from far away, Jack could see the long gleaming teeth. Tyrannosaurus Rex, whispered Jack.